Welcome everybody. With quarantine boring the hell out of most of us, we thought it'd be a fun idea to bring up an age-old debate more polarizing than Democrats versus Republicans, flat earthers versus round earthers, or even climate change believers versus climate change deniers, even probably anti-vaxxers versus pro-vaxxers. The point is, it's really controversial. That's right, I'm talking about LeBron versus MJ. And today, I have my one of my best friends on, Nelson, to take the side for LeBron. And we, we, we talk about it for an hour. So feel free to stay tuned, kick your feet up, and listen to the MJ versus LeBron debate. After a word from our paid sponsors. How's it going, Nelson? What's up, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. All right. Well... We're here to, to do another MJ versus LeBron debate, which has been a hot topic with us for a while. So I guess we'll just get right into it unless you had something you wanted to mention beforehand. Uh, no, we can start right away. All right. Well, I, I hope I, – I don't think either of us are going are gonna to change our minds on who the greatest player of all time is. But hopefully – I don't think so can, either. Uh, yeah, but hopefully there can be some added insight and we'll see. Uh, do, do you want to start it, start it off and explain why you think LeBron James is the greatest player of all time? Uh, I'd actually start by asking you why you don't think LeBron is the greatest of all time. Okay. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not so much about what LeBron hasn't done so much as the fact that MJ had a near perfect... I, I, he, he, he made mistakes, but MJ had was about as good as you could possibly be. I mean, I don't want to go too far into the six championships, but in the finals, that's a factor. He's tied for Wilt Chamberlain for the highest time. He's one of the best defenders of all time. And really, he just put the entire era of the 1990s on lock. LeBron James is great. And I'll give you the fact that he's probably a better rebounder and passer than Jordan. He's probably the best all-around and most complete player we've ever seen. But there are blemishes on LeBron's legacy, like 2011, that I, I just think have have tarnished it too much, and I I just I think that his legacy hasn't reached Jordan's yet. Well, I think that going looking at looking back at Michael Jordan's career, I agree he was a great player. I agree he was one of the greatest athletes to ever play basketball. I honestly think he was a better athlete than LeBron James. But the one thing with Michael Jordan was. He he started he started off his career in like such a good place. Like don't I'm not saying Chicago the Chicago Bulls were at a good place when he yeah. drafted yeah. Michael Jordan. But throughout his basketball career, he went from college, he had experience from a good coach, Roy Williams right. at UNC. He wasn't it was Dean Smith back then, but Dean he, Smith, yes, I'm sorry. Still great still a great coach. Yeah. And he had a yeah. teammate with James Worthy. So he yeah. he had a history of having good teammates. And with good teammates, he had a history of success. So yeah. Michael Jordan, before Scottie Pippen joined the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan struggled getting past the first round yeah. in the playoffs. Yes, but so, he, I, we, we've all heard the, the one in nine without Pippen argument, right? But what people don't look into in that is that MJ in the first round had to go against some great teams before. 
I mean, he had to go against the the Boston Celtics bird because the Bulls were a seven seed, and so they had to play such a great team in the first round. I mean, you look at LeBron James' run in 2007 through the Eastern Conference. He didn't play a great team like that until he got to the finals where he met the Spurs and he got swept. So if he had played a team like the Spurs in the first round, LeBron would have lost in the in the first round too. Well, okay. I I agree with all those points, but when people call LeBron and the Eastern Conference that he's played over the years weak, we can't really say that they're weak. Because when you when, yeah, when, when he says that when people say that oh he he just had to face the Raptors in the conference finals. Well, he literally outplayed Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan in the Easter Conference Finals yeah. a few years ago by out-rebounding, out-scoring them, and out-assisting them in total assists, rebounds, and points combined. Yeah. No, I Le- LeBron has dominated the Eastern Conference and absolutely put it on lock. I don't think anyone can deny that. At the same time, the best player that LeBron James faced in those Eastern Conference playoffs during that run was – Probably Paul George. I mean, I I agree that Eastern Conference Final is a crazy series, but the thing that people don't really see about Michael Jordan or don't really like look at in Michael Jordan is like his shot production, the amount of shots that he took. Like when you look at when you look at like that's when you, when you look at the teammates that LeBron has played with over over the years, like Chris like Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, Kyrie, like those are guys that take a good amount of shots, right? When you look at Michael Jordan and his teammates, like Scottie Pippen wasn't a guy to put up 25 shots a game, 30 shots a game, but Michael was the type of guy to shoot 30 uh, shots a game. You look at the Cavs with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love. Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving were scorers. Kevin Love was a was yeah. at the start of, at, at the start of his career. He was a rare type of build, a, a a power forward, a center that could really stretch the floor. So he was giving the ball a lot. He scored a lot. He had records in Minnesota, rebounding points. Kyrie was one of the better point guard scorers. He can ISO, he can he can he can assist, he can he can score at will. So when you put those type of players on a team of LeBron, who also needs the ball in his hands to score a lot, it's just like it kind of it kind of creates this this issue, you know, like where where you have a guy that can really make your team better by putting up 30 shots a game, but you also have this other guy that has that has the scoring, the scoring ability, but he also needs to put up thirty shots a game. Like you see, you see where I'm going with this. Like with this, well, like why Michael Jordan had so many points. I, I see. What, yeah, I see what you're saying. At the same time, you know, who made the game-winning shot in Game Seven of the 2016 NBA Finals? But that's I, the is, thing. Is that's Kyrie the thing. You got to give it to your best scorer, and I honestly think that Kyrie Irving is a better scorer than LeBron James. <laughs> Wow. So the LeBron James, the greatest player of all time, you're saying now was not the best. Oh, well, no, not at the time. Team. Not with Kyrie Irving. Okay. Well, that, that's, I mean, that that's fair, I guess. But, I mean, when you look at MJ, he, he was the anchor offensively. Obviously, I don't think anyone could dispute that. And at the same time, he was locked down on defense. Averaging but can you tell me who else game. on the Chicago Bulls at the time could really put up points besides Michael Jordan? Well, I thought Scottie Pippen carried MJ. Well, so I never said he carried him, but I said he gave substantial <laughs> help. Yeah. Defensively and offensively. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes, but I, I think you have to you have to give credit to MJ for the fact that he shouldered so much of the load on offense. And really, when we're not, we don't even need to really go into statistics for the scoring so much because um, MJ did average three shots more a game as LeBron, and he was always the number one scoring option. Whereas LeBron, not as much, always the number one scoring option. But MJ's mid range game, one of the best of all time. MJ had some of the best footwork of all time. He could get inside and score. Um, LeBron, I'll give him the three-point shooting, but for MJ, three-point shooting wasn't as critical. I mean, MJ could really just do pretty much I mean, if we're talking about it. from era to era, like if you look at today's NBA game, the mid-range shot is just one of the more useless shots to NBA players. Like, you, you, don't, you just don't right. see players like yeah. Steph Curry. He's not settling with, with twos. Dame Lillard, yeah. he's not settling with twos. Like, Dwayne Wade, he's not settling with twos anymore. We, we, the, the players that we really saw with the mid-range game, the post-game, were players like Kobe Bryant. And I mean, you could say Luka Doncic likes the mid range, right. but back in the, like in in this type of area of NBA, it's all three pointers. You see guys coming from half court, starting to pull up from at least thirty feet back, pulling right. the trigger like it's nothing to them. Like even LeBron's been doing that now this season. He showed a a display of of range that we've never seen before in his career. Right. I guess I guess my question for you would be, I mean. I look at MJ, you know, universally considered the greatest scorer of all time, one of the greatest defenders of all time, 10-time scoring champion, five-time MVP, six-time finals MVP. Um, I mean, I, I guess I would ask you, what more would MJ have needed to do in his time for you to consider him the GOAT? Well, like, what else the way do? I compare, like, the, the GOAT conversation is I look back at, like, the factors, what made him go and, like, what – how did he get to that place? And when I look at Michael Jordan, I see he, whenever you think of Michael Jordan, how he got you to go status, you think about six championships, you think about Phil Jackson, you think about Steve Kerr coming off the bench, you think about Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant. When you think about LeBron, what do you think of? Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Ray Allen, Kyrie. Okay, Irving, I can I, I admit, like LeBron's had help over the years. Anthony but Davis. when you look back early at LeBron's career, he didn't have the help that he really needed to push when people say Michael Jordan didn't get swept in the playoffs well that Cavs team I got swept by the Spurs in the final in the 07 finals I believe yeah they they were yeah, one of the were most bad. garbage NBA finals teams of all time they were led by LeBron and although he did yeah. struggle in that series like who else could the Spurs really focus on defensively that could that was really a threat offensively for the Cavs besides LeBron so like right not, not me. I, I, I could, I could make an argument for Larry Hughes, but I'm not gonna do it because I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you Larry Hughes was a, a, a tantalizing scorer. So I, I'm not. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you that one. But at the same time, for as much as you can, can talk about help, which evidently MJ had, I think LeBron has had a, a huge amount of help. Michael Jordan has won a championship without another All Star on his team. 1991, Scottie Pippen wasn't an All Star. Michael Jordan was, and he went to the finals. He averaged, I think, 10 assists per game in that finals, and he toppled the Magic Johnson Lakers. Well, if, you, if you're talking about how um, – if you're talking about how Michael Jordan's teams that he played in the playoffs were, were crazy good teams, I mean, like – like, in 1992, he played with the Portland Trailblazers – like, who else on that right. team could have really, like, 
besides Clyde Drexler, like what else did the Blazers really have to take down the Bulls? Like I say, the Phoenix Suns, yeah, the Phoenix Suns, nineteen ninety three. I mean, uh, although they had the MVP Charles Barkley at the time, like it was just like what else? Yeah, but like that doesn't stack up with Michael Jordan, Horace Grant, Steve Kerr, Scottie Pippen. Like, like when you look back at legacy wise with those guys and the guys that they were playing, like you just see like a huge difference. Right. Well, I mean, I I think a reason for that is that a, a reason why there weren't any you know teams that were that appeared great in the '90s is because MJ beat them. You know what I mean? If the Trailblazers had won that series against the Bulls, then we would be looking at them as one of the best teams in NBA history. Well, when you look at, uh, at today's uh, at LeBron and the playoff run that he's the playoff run that he's had over the years, when you look at the teams that he's played, like these are not average teams. Like he he led the the Cavs from a three one comeback. Like I know this is like this is said over and over again, right. but people people right. only right. say the Warriors were three one lead. People don't realize that the Cavs came back from a 3-1 lead. Like, you don't hear, oh, the Cleveland Cavaliers came back from 3-1 down. They say the Golden State Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. And you look at the Golden the Golden Warriors, right. the Golden no, State I, Warriors team, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Sean Livingston, Andre Iguodala. Like, right. they, the Warriors literally have three Hall of Famers on that team right now. And they were in their prime during the time. And he managed to bring back a comeback – with and when people talk about the year before how he's getting how do, how do Cavs were getting manhandled he had an injured Kyrie and injured Kevin Love and Kevin Love opened up about his anxiety his depression all that stuff that goes on so all these guys have like you don't need all these guys have backgrounds of injuries and 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 just problems that they've had over the years so LeBron has never really had a healthy healthy team going into the NBA Finals or the playoffs period. But you look at the Warriors and throughout their runs in, in the playoffs and their championship runs, like you haven't really seen like any injury problems besides Draymond getting ejected for or, uh, suspended for his overhaul on technical fouls. I guess that's the only downfall of what led the Warriors to blow that lead. But I think that LeBron's played plenty of good right. teams in, yeah. throughout the playoffs yeah. in the NBA Finals. Yeah, no, I, I'm. I'm definitely not denying that LeBron has played great teams in the finals and that 2016 finals is still one of the obviously greatest runs in NBA history. And LeBron gets a ton of the credit for that. Let's not forget that um, Kyrie Irving scored 41 points. And in game seven, LeBron shot nine of 24 from the field. He didn't score a field goal in the last four minutes of that game. Well, LeBron still came up huge defensively with that block against Andre Iguodala. Yes. Right. And this, up, and a block on Steph Curry. Game of when was the block on, the block Steph, on Curry? Steph Curry? It was a block on Okay. Well I yeah, I, I I'll take your word. I'll I'll take your word for it. Um But I, I don't I don't think we can talk about LeBron in the finals without bringing up twenty eleven. I what what do you what do you have to say for LeBron having Two other all stars, clearly the the team that's a favorite to win it, and going get up against the Dallas Mavericks, who I know are a good team, but LeBron gets outscored by a bench player, Jason Terry. He scores eight points in Game Four, and the Heat lose the series in six. Are, are you just gonna? 
Uh, we are you just gonna take the L on that one, or is it? I mean, what I say and what I've seen from different articles is the Heat got too comfortable, and the Mavericks kind of came back and stabbed them in the back. Like, you know what I mean? Like the the, the Heat were too, were too confident uh, well, in what they were doing, like LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. And I think that's just a lack of of total experience in the finals, like never letting your foot your foot off the pedal, because the Heat were clear favorites going into that finals matchup. Like, right. I well, I don't think that's an excuse. It's I'm not sorry. an excuse. I, mean, I, I agree with you. I think the, I think they. Okay. Okay. I think I think a big scratch in, in LeBron's uh, legacy is that 2011 Finals. Right. Right. So I it it's, you know, when we talk about um, when we talk about the the eras that they both played in, I don't like to get too far too far into the into the argument of who would have averaged how many in the other person's era because it's completely hypothetical and there's no way of proving it but do you agree that the 90s was a more physical area physical era of basketball and more tough defense and hand checking well yes but different rules in the nba have been implemented so players don't get injured anymore and there's not as much fight as many fights and there's not as many technical fouls they 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 removed hand check and those other defensive rules in order to prevent other issues. Right. Yeah. No. I I don't think they should have removed hand checking as a rule, but I think it's a testament to how tough of an era the '90s were, especially when Jordan, you know, oftentimes had four Detroit Pistons closing in on him, the Bad Boy Pistons, and he's just getting hacked every single time. Oftentimes, I mean, if you look at today's NBA defenders, Kawhi Leonard, like Draymond Green, like who get if can you can you name me some lockdown defenders? Can you name me five lockdown defenders from the 1990s? Yes, from the from 90s. The 90s? Let's go. Not not center, sorry, not centers, Charles? not shot blockers. Can I get like guards okay. or okay. Well, you're, you're gonna you're gonna really test my basketball knowledge here, so it'll be iffy. But I'll we'll go with Sidney Moncrief played for the Bucks. He made a couple all defensive teams. Um, Gary Payton, the Glove. Um, we'll go with uh, John Stockton, led the all time steals leader. I'll go with. Um, it, it's difficult. It's, hard, it's, it's difficult. It's hard, man. I, I but, but I mean, I, I wasn't alive in the 1990s, so it's, it's a little unfair. But it's also difficult to name defenders from eras that from from eras when we try to compare defense from this era, because you, you you really can't compare defense from the era that LeBron's playing in era to the era that Jordan's playing in, just because defense is taught way differently now. Way differently. Okay. You can't you can't tell me that that coaches tell you to hand check now. That's that you can't do that. Yeah, no, I agree, and that's why I think that this is a less physical era of defense. And another, can you tell me why Michael Jordan wasn't able to take the Wizards to the playoffs in any of the seasons in Washington? Because he was like 38, 39 years old, and by the way. He was in MVP consideration before he got hurt. In his age 38 season, he was averaging 25 points per game as a 38-year-old. And then he got hurt. He was battling injuries. I think it would be a lot to ask of a 
of a banged up 38 year old to take the Washington Wizards on a playoff run. Well, I mean, come on. Sorry, one second. All right. <laughs> it's all good. Take your time. You're good. I mean, it kind of it does kind of show you like LeBron's getting old, but I still don't think that LeBron would be not taking whatever team he's on in I say three years not to the playoffs. I mean, look at the level that he's playing at at the age of thirty-five. We'll see. I guess. Yeah, I mean, well, three years is a long time, though. I mean, when when Michael was thirty-five, he won the NBA Finals and Finals MVP. So, or he was either thirty-four or thirty-five, but. His last season with the Bulls, we all know about his um, his sixth championship with the Bulls, the game winner over Byron Russell and the Jazz to win that series and cement his legacy. But, we'll, I mean, we'll see when LeBron is 38 if he's still doing this. But I think that – I think it's, it's a lot – it's a lot harder when you're looking at something three years out. I mean – people didn't know that if LeBron was going to be running like he's running like right now when he was 30 or when he was 28 when you look when you look back at Miami Heat LeBron James could you have told me today uh can you could you have told me at the time that LeBron 5 years later or 7 years later was going to be at the same level or even a higher of a level with a better jump shot and better defense Okay, well, I, I I don't know about if I would say he has better defense than when he finished second in defensive player of the year voting with Miami, but no, I, I would not I would not have anticipated that. And LeBron is one of the most, if not the most, durable players in NBA history. Um, there's no getting around that. He's in his 17th season, and he was getting MVP consideration. Um, you know, I won't argue with you there, but again, when Michael was 34. He won the NBA Finals, and it's a bummer that this NBA season got cut short. Uh, presumably, it won't be coming back this season. Who knows? I, I'm not here to talk about that. I can't imagine it will come back. But it would have been really interesting to see LeBron with the number one team in the West and Anthony Davis because it, it's kind of a, it was kind of a no-excuses season for LeBron. Well, yeah, of course it was a no-excuses season, but it, it was kind of a throw-up. I mean, what other team in Jordan's era, what, what, what other two teams in Jordan's era – were so even that, like, there was such a split on who would make the NBA Finals. Like, who who competed with the Chicago Bulls? Who competed with the 7-2 and 10 Chicago Bulls that year? Well, that that's the thing that we, it's hard to say because the Bulls were so dominant that there wasn't – like, that when think about how many legends Michael Jordan denied from winning a championship. Carl Malone. John I mean, that's Stockton, because they all Charles played, Martin, I guess, on their individual yeah. team. Like I say, the Chicago Bulls, the 72, 72 and ten Chicago Bulls were the very first super team that the NBA has ever seen. Um, I I think it's a different definition of super team of how we usually think of it now. Of teams going through free agency and trades to compile a super team, it happened more organically but yeah i would say that is maybe the greatest team of all time um led by the greatest player of all time i mean well like lebron's hot from team to team so there's no way of like saying that like there's just no way of saying that like he he's had like i guess no excuse because he's never really built chemistry like michael jordan built with with scotty pippen and horace grant and and phil jackson and the whole chicago organization period well, I guess you shouldn't have traded all the players then. He's in the left. I mean, it's just it's just hard to it's just hard to 
I mean, look, if I was looking at it from LeBron's perspective, I would understand. If your team traded away to start a point guard and then you get Isaiah Thomas back and then he's hurt the entire season and it's just a one-man show again. It's just like 07 again. Like, I, I felt for him there. Yes, Cal- yes. Cleveland's organization mishandled that. Yeah, and they, and they, and they, 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 they just burned his Cleveland legacy to the ground. There's nothing you could have done about it. I, I don't think that was it, his fault at all. And I'll – and I'll tell you what, if LeBron James had won the finals in 2017, I would have no question called him the greatest player of all time. But it, it didn't happen. If he, had, if he had taken down those Warriors. Yeah, if he had taken down the Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson Warriors, that would have been. Yes, I would. Yes, I would have said no question he's the GOAT. But you still, you still got to tell me, like. In in what series did LeBron did did Michael just completely carry the Bulls? I want to know. I want to know series. I want to know finals where, Le, where Michael Jordan just went absolutely crazy and just and just put the whole Chicago on his back. Well, we can talk about a series where he lost before he got Scotty. I mean, the narrative is always around LeBron and how he's carried these teams and still lost. Michael Jordan before Scotty came along. In one of those series against uh, Larry Bird and that Celtics dynasty, Michael averaged 43 points per game, and they still lost. Um, if you want to talk about a final series, I believe it was the I, – I don't have Google open right now, so I, some of these facts might be a little bit off, but I believe it was the 1993 finals. He averaged 41 points per game. So, I mean, yeah, but like I said, he, he puts up at least 30 to 35 shots a game every game. <laughs> oh, come on. He's, averaging, he's averaging 41. I, I agree. That, that's, that's a pretty crazy number. But I say if you're telling me he's averaging 41, what NBA player nowadays could not just average 40 a game if they really wanted to? I mean, look at players in, in the league that LeBron's oh, with. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> Who doesn't want well, to it's just like, I mean, look at the teams out there. Because think not? about it. Look at if, if you look at Jordan's era, every superstar was just spread out. Look at like, like uh, Charles Barkley on the Suns. The Jets had uh, Stockton and Malone. The Lakers had Magic and Worthy. Like it, it, the Rockets had a large one, the Twin Towers over there. You know, Trailblazers had Drexler and and uh, Terry Porter. Seattle had Sean Camp and Gary Payton. Like everybody was just spread out. But in the NBA today, you just have these superstars that are just all on the same team: Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Who would have thought that would have ever been a thing again? When both guys take thirty-five shots a game. I mean, so what's your, I'm sorry, I'm but not, if you not, if you I'm take if you take Steph Curry and you take Klay Thompson away and you take Draymond Green away, the guy's averaging 40 points a game. I'm sorry. Who are you, are you saying? LeBron averages 40 a game? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like any, like okay. a lot of players in a, in the current era could average 40 a game if they really wanted to in a playoff series. Well, why not? Well, it's because they they're, they're not taking 30 <laughs> I mean, shots on, a game. Man, if it, it's, it's, it's like it, it, it's it's oh. a big number. That's a lot of shots for one guy, especially when you got to share a lot of a lot of other players. You're you're acting like he was. I mean, he averages three more shots per game in his career than LeBron. Let's not let's not act like he's he's taking twice as many shots as I mean, LeBron has. And his field goal percentage, his field goal percentage, and I think three of his finals was over forty nine percent. So he was pretty efficient too. I mean, it's just it's just the people just have have had such a uh, 
I felt such a, an, an angle on LeBron to just attack the fact that he's not as good of, like, I guess, a scorer or he's just not as good. Uh, he doesn't have as good field goal percentage. Like, people, I think, look at um, look at him as too much of the – of, like – Sorry, let, let me let me reroute myself. People Sorry, people yes, look yes, at yes. Michael and they say, "Oh, he was definitely not an unselfish player." But because oh, the, the the Bulls went seventy two and ten. Oh, they had Scotty, they had Horace, they had Steve. There's no way you could have right. held the ball for a long time. But he he really did. Like people don't tell me, don't say how many shots he puts up a game. But when you look at LeBron, he's one of the most unselfish. Like look, he he averages a lot of points while averaging a yes. lot of assists at the same time. Like, if LeBron right. didn't pass the so ball as much as he did, how many points do you think right. he would be so averaging in his career right now? Then he wouldn't, he wouldn't be on pace to be the all-time leader in turnovers. But um, So, if, if you're going to say that MJ, you know, he simply shot more, well, you could say LeBron gets more assists because he passes more, right? When, when MJ was put at point guard for 11 games, I forget which season it was, so you, you'll, you'll have to forgive me that I don't have all this down to a T, but when MJ played point guard for 11 games, 11 game stretch, he had triple doubles in 10 of those. So when, if Michael Jordan really had needed to, he could, he could have been out here dishing out assists while still scoring, but he, MJ would rather take over and be the, the main scorer, especially in these final series and not let anyone come close to touching that thing. You know? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you, but another thing is LeBron and in, in the final is like the three and six people look at that and just sh- sh- shoot him in the back for that. I just feel like people right. overreact a lot. Right. Like if you look at the teams that he faced, they, he faced the, the Warriors three times, three different times. And one time they had four all-stars on the team. Like what can one guy right. do? with four all-stars on one team. Like, I, I feel like if you take that away, he's three and five. If you take away the the, the Spurs series in 07 where where he had to face the Spurs all by himself with little to no help, I say he's three and four. The more you you, you, you chip down the, the finals that were, like, out of proportion and that, like, were really unlikely for him to win, like, his record really does not look that bad. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> Well, right. I'm not gonna saddle him with a three and six record in the finals. I mean, I, I'd rather be three and six in the finals than three and zero oh, when it's all said and done. I, so I, I'm not gonna saddle him too much for the three and six record. At the same time, and I, I understand that this is putting so much pressure on LeBron to to be absolutely perfect. But when we're talking about him being the greatest player of all time over Michael Jordan. That's kind of that's kind of where we are because I, I would admit that he's no matter what he's a top two player of all time. I have him at two, and the 2007 Finals, LeBron was not great. He shot I think under 40 percent from the floor. He averaged like 26 per game, which is obviously good, but it was a drop off from how he had been playing. I mean, those to, instead of um, telling me what what he's not doing, right. what he what he's not doing wrong, can can you give me a little bit of what he's doing right? Tell me what LeBron has done right over yeah. the years, and why th- those sure. why those why those don't stack up to what Michael Jordan did right. So, you, I I can you just explain what you're asking me to do? Can you like, answer why LeBron's achievements and his legacy over the years don't stack up to Michael Jordan's six and zero? 
Because when it's all said and done, I, I still think that MJ is a better scorer. MJ is a better defender. He averages more steals, more points. He's a better free throw shooter. I think that with the game on the line, MJ is more clutch. Um, he had he he has the ultimate killer instincts and will to win the game. And I think that he's elevated himself to be the ultimate winner when it matters. Uh, I still think that you forget that LeBron is this top is the only player in NBA history or any, only active player at all to be top ten in in points and assists. Like that, that that's that's crazy, yeah, and no, he's I, on pace to, to to push for even more right now. Yeah, and as I've said, I I think that LeBron is probably the best all around, most complete player of all time. I'm not denying that. Okay, but I think that's but that's different than the greatest of all time argument from me when you when you factor in the clutch factor and winning. And again, MJ was just such a better scorer. And we can't say that he was such a better scorer. I don't think we okay, can say that because we we still haven't seen. I, I I still think that we haven't seen LeBron. If I mean LeBron in Game One of the uh, of the uh, twenty seventeen NBA Finals when Kyrie when uh, Jr. Smith ran back with the ball in his hands when George Hill missed that free throw. Like, I feel like with his 51 points, I feel like you can't tell me that he wasn't, he wasn't going crazy against a four all-star team. Like when he, he, when he really needs, I feel like LeBron knows that he, that he doesn't really need a score when he has teammates like Kyrie Irving and Anthony Davis on his team. Well, that's a nice luxury to have. But it's also, it's also a nice luxury to have Scotty Pippen. He has to carry every team he's on. I mean, he, he does, I'm not saying he, he still sets up score, his teammates but... to be great. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I'm just saying it seems like we're kind of – he carries the team and he does everything, but at the same time – I'm sorry, but how, how did Michael Jordan make his teammates better on the floor? Like, give me examples of him making his team better on the floor. Um, NBA Finals, game six, I think it was, when he drives – Everyone thinks MJ's taking the last shot. Everyone zones in on him. He kicks it out to John Paxson for a wide-open three. John Paxson hits a three and wins the series. Okay, but isn't that the, isn't that the same as Kyrie Irving taking that last shot in the, NBA, in the 2016 NBA Finals? No. Can you tell me how that didn't both – LeBron did Can you tell me how that didn't both affect the championship result? LeBron didn't assist it. It was Kyrie on Curry. Kyrie crossed over Curry – one of the best moves and the best shots in NBA history that had very little to do with LeBron. In fact, LeBron on the previous possession, after getting his block, drove and he missed a layup. Yes, he was blocked by Iguodala. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I'm so glad you brought up the 2018 finals as well when LeBron dropped 51-8-8 and because this is game one. And after, after J.R. Smith has his blunder, <laughs> we go to the bench. And it's a tie game, keep in mind. It's going into overtime. And LeBron James has his head in his hands with J.R. Smith, you know, sitting next to him. He doesn't console his teammate. He doesn't I mean, okay, you're telling, you're telling me, you're telling me if one of Michael Jordan's teammates was and, a game on the... how many field goals did he make in overtime? He made zero field goals in overtime, Can, can, can you, can you, can you... T- so you're telling me if Michael Jordan, <laughs> one of Michael Jordan's... Okay, let's say this. Steve, tell me, Steve Curry's on the floor. 
Horace Grant misses a free throw. Steve Kerr rebounds it, runs out on the perimeter, and the clock runs out, and it's a tie game going into overtime. You're telling me Michael isn't mad that, one, they missed a game-winning free throw, and, two, that they didn't take the opportunity to take the game-winning shot? Oh, I'm sure he would be mad, but I can also almost guarantee you that he would make at least one shot in overtime. Okay, but he... <laughs> LeBron, after that happened, LeBron completely checked out of the game. He got, in fact, he checked out of the series because not only did he not make a field goal in overtime, he completely checked out of the game. After the game, he bangs his hand against a whiteboard, which he admitted himself, and they get swept in the series, basically gives them no chance of winning games two, three, or four, which is not something that the greatest of all time would do. That's not something that an ultimate winner would do. I mean, here's, here's the thing, Ethan. Let me be fully honest with you. I understand that oh, Michael yeah. Jordan was a great scorer, and I understand that we can't compare eras. It's too bad. I wish okay. LeBron, I wish Michael Jordan played in today's era, but it also could have shattered in, okay. in, in the in the era before. So I think that there is no fair comparison to who can be the best, especially since LeBron isn't done yet. I feel like this okay. is a more fair so, discussion after LeBron's career is over. Okay. Well, shit. We just wasted thirty six minutes, there, man. I mean, I mean, it, it, like, I, I'm on. I'm. I'm honestly torn. Like, I've gone back and forth between LeBron and Michael Jordan, but LeBron is averaging damn near a triple double this year. And I'm sorry, on the Lakers, he's 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 been having a career year for himself. Can you, can you, can you admit that? Because it, it seems it seems like if if someone had come into the league today, averaged 37.1 points per game in a season, averaged 30 points per game, I think five or six times, won six championships, six finals MVP, 3.2 steals in a season, 10 scoring titles, five MVPs, pretty much everyone would consider them the GOAT. So can, can you admit that maybe a little part of your decision to say LeBron is the GOAT comes from the recency bias and the fact that you watch him on a regular basis and you can't, you haven't watched well, him? No, because... I could probably ask somebody that was in, that was watching MJ, but is also watching LeBron today, and they could probably tell me that LeBron is a goat. But I'm not going to go around and ask people, "When were you born? Did you watch MJ? And did you watch LeBron? Who's better?" Like we can't do that. Well, for the record, for the record, uh, you know, you you used to kind of tell me that you know I didn't play, so it I didn't understand the game as much, which could be true. I, I'm not denying that not playing the game of basketball might have an effect. But in a poll of the NBA players, 70% of them said that MJ was the GOAT. So those guys do play I'm basketball. sorry, but LeBron's no. career is not over. And you say – It's not – oh, he very well could be the GOAT. I'll tell you what. He, if he wins another finals as the best player on the team, he wins the finals MVP, then he's – then it's, it's 1A and 1B okay. for me. If he wins a defensive player of the year and another MVP, that would put him as the GOAT. Okay, can I just ask you one more thing? With the scoring. Sure. Since I guess scoring sure. is a big thing for you and Michael Jordan. Well, yeah, scoring basketball. Is I mean, can we, can we look at James Harden then, one of the best scorers of all time now? I mean, since he's averaging 34.4 yeah. points per game this year, can you, can you tell me, can you, can, you, can you put him in the discussion for GOAT? Because he's scoring 34, uh, 34 plus points a game? No. <laughs> the reason why is because. The, how, how many championships is James I mean Harden? zero, but I mean it's just I mean he hasn't he hasn't James been on Harden, a solid team. How, how many how many how many consecutive field goals did the three pointers did the Rockets miss against the Warriors? In I believe twenty seven in twenty six. I believe twenty seven. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's twenty seven <laughs> in a row. That's I watched that game live. Are you kidding me? I mean, 
James Harden is one of the, is 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 not, in my opinion, a team player that's going to be the best player. Yeah, but that's the thing. That, that 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 backs up my point that he he's a ball hog. He takes a lot of shots and he puts up a lot of points. You look at Michael Jordan; sure. he scores a lot of points. He puts up a lot of shots, but he does—he did yeah, it efficiently. I'm not gonna lie; Michael Jordan did it efficiently, but he still put up a lot of points because he put out a lot of shots. Well, it translated to wins. Well, yeah, but what LeBron is doing also with, with the dishing and scoring is leading to wins. Yeah, sure. About half as many when it matters most, but... I mean... <laughs> uh... Le- LeBron, I, and I... Le- LeBron, we, we can talk about these longevity stats, and, you know, LeBron, I'm sure, is going to probably end up as number one on the all-time scoring list, but how do you respond to the fact that LeBron is probably going to end up being number one on the all-time I mean, he has the ball in his hand, like, 99% of the time when he's on the floor. Right, and oftentimes, he's careless with it. Because he's not the best passer of all time. He's not Magic Johnson. He does those flashy passes sometimes, but when it comes down to it, he's not he he'll never be magic passing. He'll never be Well, of course he won't, but he'll still be top five in assists by the end of his career and number one scoring in his career. So it's well, gonna, I, I mean once you find another player in NBA history that's gonna be top five scoring and top five passing. Just come back to me because we, we can add that guy to the discussion of greatest of all time, too. <laughs> all right. Yes, that, that, like I said, LeBron is, is very all around, and um, I guess we'll just have to agree and disagree for it. Although the Utah Jazz, y- you asked me earlier who the sort of dynasty could have been if it wasn't for Jordan and the Bulls. The Utah Jazz had Stockton, Malone, Byron Russell, Mark Eaton, um, Jeff Hornacek. So you're telling me that stacks up against anyway. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson. Did LeBron beat? Them? No. So what are we talking? But you're it, telling me that you told me that that, that dynasty stacks up with the Warriors one. No, absolutely. Yeah, so not, I, but Jordan definitely had an easier, an easier. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna crown LeBron as the goat for losing to a dynasty. But I'm not gonna crown Michael Jordan as the goat for beating teams that were meet that weren't. That were mediocre to dynasty today. That's the thing. Oh come no, on! No, no. Compared to the Warriors, that team is mediocre. I'm sorry. The Utah Jazz in okay. Jordan's era were mediocre compared to the Warriors well, today. Let let's let us let us look at the teams that LeBron has has beat in the finals. I'll give you the the, the 2016 Warriors were amazing. I'll, I'll 73 nine. 73 wins. Yeah, I I'm not. I won't even try to argue that. The Thunder that the Heat beat in five games. Young Thunder, they didn't have the experience to to win a finals. Okay, and, then you can uh, say that Spurs, about the 07 Cavs too. They didn't have the experience to win a finals. Mark that off his his record then. How am I take that? <laughs> I mean, he, he didn't have the experience. Three and five, no experience. No, I I don't I don't expect I don't expect LeBron James to win that 07 finals. It only only the true goats can win without any. And honestly, nobody expected the Thunder to win that 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 uh, oh twelve and oh and thirty. I mean, not oh twelve, twelve and thirteen final. That's the thing. Nobody expected the Thunder to win it. The Thunder the... to win it. Nobody expected them to win it because they were so young. Yeah, right. That's right. That's what I'm saying. And LeBron James went up, and let's be honest, he had a super team. And he beat the those Thunder. So we, we can't act like every team LeBron has faced in the finals is some sort of a super team. Like the Spurs the year after that aged. Uh, Tim Duncan was 30, 
what, 35 years old, something like that. And Tony Parker and Ginobili were up there. Kawhi hadn't hit his peak yet. I mean, when you, say... when you call the Heat a super team, I just, I just really don't yes. think that like that Chris Bosh com- completed that super team look. I mean, the guy was only. I'm I mean, sorry, 2012 bro. and 20, 2012, 2013, the guy only averaged sixteen point six points per game and sixteen point two in the next year, and he was just getting worse and worse every year, in my so, opinion. So he but, was. He was so by the time I, by the time yeah, after yeah, the Mavericks yeah. series, yeah. Chris Bosh was declining every single year. I'm really glad that you said that Chris Bosh averaged 16.6 points per game. Dennis Rodman in his last season with the Bulls averaged five. Dennis Rodman is one of the best defenders and one of the best rebounders of all time. There's there's different areas of expertise. Okay, rewatch game six of the 2013 NBA Finals. Look at overtime and tell me Chris Bosh's defense. Dude, Chris Bosh averaged five five rebounds a game, five defensive rebounds a game in 2012. No, I'm saying. No, I'm talking about his defense in the NBA Finals. And look at Kevin Love's defense in Game 7 of the 2016 NBA Finals with the switch on to Curry while shooting Ethan, three. Ethan, not, Chris Bosh averaged 0.8 blocks okay. per game, 2011-2012. Chris Bosh is averaging less than a block in his career. Chris Bosh is not an elite defender like Dennis Rodman was. I'm saying look at the – NBA Finals in 2013, and tell me Chris Bosh was not hugely instrumental in that Game 6 or Game 7 victory from his defense. I will maybe take a look at that. Okay. And I, it's – um, what, 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 what were we saying? So I mean, I mean, but, but also, oh, also yeah. can, you, can you tell me how many games Dennis Rodman played per year? Can you tell me that he wasn't an Iron Man? Are you telling me that he, he was getting banged up by injuries? He was yeah. sitting out games? I mean, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at Chris Chris Bosh game log right now. I mean, 2011, 2012, 57 games. Uh, 2014, 2015, 44 games. <laughs> the guy was the guy was worn out well, by the time uh, by the time he joined the Heat. Like he's he was already declining as soon right. as he joined the Heat. He wasn't he. Chris Bosh isn't it, the type of player. He's Chris Bosh is not an Anthony Davis. Chris Bosh, when he joined the Heat, was considered one of the superstars in the game, and the reason why I know that. The Raptors sucked. The Raptors were trash. They're hot garbage. The Raptors were terrible when with Chris Bosh. Forgive me. Forgive me for thinking that a team that LeBron James proclaimed would win not six, not seven, but eight championships would be a super team. It seems to me like a promise of eight championships on a in a rally would, would make you a super team. I mean, it's a tough pill to swallow, but LeBron James started the super team era. I mean if we're talking about super team, you you can't you can't not call Michael Jordan's team not a super team. It's not a super team in the sense that Michael Jordan had to leave his team to win a ring. I mean, the fact that he brought a ring to a team that had no championship, the fact that he's that he's won championships on on two different teams too, and he's won Finals right. MVP on both of those different teams. Right. Well, I yeah, I would have hoped that he won Finals MVP. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having this discussion. Okay, and I just I just don't <laughs> think the Heat were were a, a super team in my opinion. I just don't think they completed the super team. Mario Chalmers is, just, is a point guard back then. The guy, the guy. When was the last time you heard of Mario Chalmers outside of the Heat? The Heat didn't have a point guard. The Heat didn't have a center. 
Um, he, the greatest shot of all time in the 2008 national championship. <laughs> That's college basketball. We're talking <laughs> about the NBA, man. It's different. <laughs> if you're telling me college I, basketball I, players I, would I, always turn out to be good NBA players, and you're telling me Doug McDermott no, would be one I'm of the not, better I'm not. basketball players today. <laughs> yeah, and Jimmer Fredette. Is yeah, so it, it, it's, it's different. <laughs> um, well, even if I, I – I still – I do believe that the Heat were a super team given a predicted eight championship, the fact that Bosch was universally considered one of the best centers in the game from the Raptors. Dwayne Wade was still great. And LeBron was the best player in the NBA. Okay, if you if you're telling me that Dwayne Wade was was still was still great at the time, I'm sorry, but Dwayne Wade battled battled injuries every year. In 2011, you want to know how many play, how many games he played? 49. He played 49 games in 2011, 2012. Well, that's fine. It's regular season. In 2012, 2013, he played 69. 2013, 2014, he played 54. Nice. Nice on the 69, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, well. But when, the, the, the thing is, when it came to the finals and LeBron needed him most, D-Wade was always there. And for that matter, so was Chris Bosh. I mean, they say rebound Bosh back out to Allen. It's not rebound James back out to James. Right? But LeBron, I okay, mean, you Bosch, can't tell me that LeBron did not take over at the end of that game, though. You can't tell me that LeBron uh, did not take over. Why do, you, why, do you think LeBron, why do you think LeBron had the ball in his hand? He was on fire. That's why. There's nothing else. Let me finish. He had scored. He scored 16 points in the fourth quarter. Yes, yes, he did. That's yes. However, look at look at the last before LeBron's made three. Look at his last possessions before that. It was two turnovers, a horrible pass to Chris Bosh. I don't know what he was thinking, and quite frankly, it almost lost Miami the game. I'm sorry, but when that headband was knocked off his head, he went crazy. But if we're going back to Dwayne Wade and we're campaigning and we're, and we're, t- we're calling the Heat a super team, I mean the guy he just he just was not the Dwayne Wade that we were seeing before LeBron joined the Heat. Here's here's what I will say: Dwayne Wade in the 2011 Finals was the Heat's primary scorer. You 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 can you can you can fact check that all you want, but when the game was on the line, LeBron did not have the killer instinct. I don't want to harp on him too much for 2011, but we're 50 minutes in, so that's where we're at. LeBron was LeBron wasn't wanting to take those shots. He was tentative. His, you know, he he was as tentative of a superstar as we've ever seen on the biggest stage, dishing the ball out to Dwayne Wade. And quite frankly, he didn't do the same thing in 2016. But Kyrie was there as a luxury to make the big shot for LeBron. And you know, Michael Jordan, yeah, he had Paxson and Curry make a couple shots, but he didn't have anyone near the magnitude of scoring of Wade or Irving to lean on. But look at, if you look at Jordan's team, like the players that he had on his side were just like, they all had like an area of like expertise. Like they were all designed. They were all basketball players for one reason. Dennis Rodman was hustle, rebound, hard defense, Horace Grant. He could, he could put the ball in the basket if he wanted to. He was a rebounder. Scotty Kuhlman was a, was a great slasher. He was a great lockdown defender. He could lock up any player in the NBA at that time. Any you put him on any player, he could probably he could lock him up. And then you have Steve Kerr coming off the bench, one of the best shooters of all time. Like Michael Jordan had all the pieces he had to win championships. Like there was just no flaw on his team. There was no area where the, the Bulls just didn't have like where the Bulls struggled. But if you look at the Heat, they had didn't have an excellent point guard, didn't have an excellent center. 
You, yeah, you look, it, you look it, at, you look it, at the Cavs. They didn't have, they happen. didn't have an excellent. They had Kevin Love, I guess, but he would, he, he just his his stats, rebounding stats were just going down. And Tristan Thompson, it was all yeah, the drama with him. Tristan Thompson, by the way, was great in the 2015 finals. I, I, yeah, I agree it, with you. He was great in the finals. He he was not a bad it, playoff it, you know, player. It's a, it's it's always interesting that. <laughs> For a guy that makes his teammates so much better, like LeBron does, it's always interesting how these guys like Wade and Bosh magically get worse and love magically get well, worse. Well, when you LeBron put when you put a, a franchise player oh, an all time yeah. great on one team, what do you think is going to happen? The stats are going to take a hit. The stats are going to take a hit, but that doesn't make them worse as players. I'm not saying they're worse as I players, but they were de- they were definitely they were definitely degrading. I'm, Dwayne Wade was not in his prime on the Heat. I'm sorry. He 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 was declining as soon as LeBron got on. I say so I say he, he hit. So if I give you that, will you acknowledge the fact that Dennis Rodman was far past his prime when he joined the Bulls? And the stats will back that up. The age will back that up. It's not even close. I mean, Dennis Rodman was nowhere near his prime. Give 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 me a second here, Ethan. Give me a second. Yeah, yeah. Well, look it up for me. Let, let me let me pull up the Dennis Rodman stats for, for Yeah, real. go for it by all means. All right. Um. All right, here we go. All right. So he was obviously great in Detroit. Reasons why the right. bad boys were called the bad boys. Right. Along with Isaiah and Lambier and yeah. Duke Mars. Mm, let me see. Oh, there's a great guard defender, I mean, Joe Dumars. Uh, let me let me tell you let me tell you his total rebound starting from 1991-1992 uh, season with the Pistons all the way down to his 1970 uh, 1997 98 rebound stats 18.7 rebounds per game 18.3 rebounds per game 17.3 rebounds per game 16 and then the, the 17.3 and 16.8 are on the Spurs now he, here here's him on the Bulls 14.9 rebounds a game. 16.1 rebounds a game, right. 15 rebounds a game. If you're telling me that that's not that that that's not unreal, <laughs> right? Oh, it's elite for sure. Oh, it's elite for sure. But I also think you have to. I mean, he only running. averaged 7.3 points per game. I mean, he was not a scorer. There's no. He but averaged he more was, than 10 points was, one one season in his career. Right. Right. But well. He was, but you have to admit, which this is the same thing we you said for Bosch and Wade. Yeah, he was not the same player. Still great, but not the same player. And right, and and, it, and by the way, you want to make the Bulls out to be a super team, which they were maybe the best team ever. I don't know if that necessarily means the super team by my definition, but yes, that seventy-two and ten Bulls team was maybe the best ever. But it wasn't always like that. In nineteen ninety-one. When the Bulls had like you know B.J. Armstrong and these guys, and Scottie Pippen wasn't an All Star in '91, you know it, it was, and they were going against the Dynasty Lakers for the championship. You can listen to the broadcast call after that series was decided. The announcers couldn't believe that the Bulls won. It was an upset. It, it was widely considered an and upset. People couldn't believe and that the so Cavs came back from a three-one deficit. Like it was crazy. <laughs> no one had any chance against. I just feel like both of their legacies are are just too. Like right. There's, yeah. There's there's, are, there's yeah. areas on the in LeBron's oh, career that are highlighted that are that are great, and there's lows, and there's also greats in Michael's, but there are also a lot of lows. So I just feel like LeBron. LeBron. I feel like LeBron's highs. There. Are, mm, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, 
Okay. What, you can, if you want, you can finish that sentence, but then I have some. Okay. Well, you know, you talked about Michael Jordan's lows, and I'm sure in a whatever 15 year career, there are some, obviously, some lows you can find. But Michael Jordan never had a final series or, quite frankly, a playoff series like LeBron did in the 2011 finals against uh, the Mavericks. That, that, was, that was worse than any performance either of them have had in any other playoff series. In addition, LeBron's playoff series in the 2010 uh, Eastern Conference, it was either semifinals or finals against Boston. He didn't play very well. Um, LeBron in the clutch in the NBA Finals. I mean, 2015, he had huge lows in the clutch in the finals. I think he was 3 of 17 in the clutch for as well as he did and as many stats he put up. LeBron has is, is simply just had many mistakes in the finals and playoff series I that mean, Jordan just really hasn't to that extent. I'm sorry, but if, if we're talking about uh, – if you want let, let's talk about consistency throughout regular season and throughout history is our last topic of the podcast. Sure. Are you, are you you safe to say that Michael Jordan was a consistent player? Yeah. Why? Why was he a consistent player? Was he consistently clutch? Was he consistently? Why was he a consistent player? Because he never scored. That's one game. That's one series. In a, one series in an NBA Finals game. <laughs> okay, I. I, I mean, don't, I'm not. Well, I don't think I, I can go back and look at all the playoff game, games he's played, but for the time we have left, I'm I'm fairly certain to say he hasn't scored under twenty. I mean, in the a, guy in played play. every game every so season. That's, that's, Pretty I mean, damn 95, 96, 82, 96, 97, 82, 97, 98, 82. Even in his last season in Washington, his last season of career, he played all 82 games. <laughs> I mean, the guy. Right. So, what, so what's the. I just feel like. What... Yeah. So what, what are you saying about that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, By the I'm way, talking about the second half after after he he, he, he stepped away from basketball it. for a year. Okay, okay. And uh, if yeah, okay, yeah. if we're going back to younger, to get to, back if to we're going back to younger Michael Jordan, like you were talking about, like he only played 18 games. Uh, he, I mean, he only started seven of those games. Seven. Sorry for the voice crack, which is awfully strange. You know why he only started seven of those games? I I, I don't know. I was I was actually asking you. I was actually curious. Enlighten me. Why did he only start seven of the uh, 18 games that he well, played? R- repeat the question. 85, 86. Yeah. He only started seven of those games in 85, 86. Um, my guess would be that they were slowly getting him back from rehab from mm. injury. But well, I don't, I yeah. I can't confirm that. Yeah, that's 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 strange. That's a strange. Story. I don't. I, to be completely <laughs> honest with you, I don't know. But, I don't. If you're talking about little management, dude, dude, I don't know. Have you LeBron seen LeBron there, icing there, after yeah. the game? Those pictures, <laughs> dude. Yes, he is. And I think both players are specimens. Le- I mean, LeBron, Michael LeBron Jordan, is barely. Specimen. Michael Jordan in seasons that he actually wasn't hurt. He 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 played more than seventy eight games every single season. So. Besides one of his seasons in Washington. Right. And this is. Right. 
so where, where, where are we saying? I, I know you said you wanted to, to go after 40 minutes. And I apologize that it's gone on longer than that. You can, it, you know, I, we'll, we'll wrap it up here in a second. I, I just wanted to ask you in regards to not to bring the arrows back up again, but what do you have to say when a guy like Isaiah Thomas, who's five foot nine, I mean, probably more like five how, foot how are you going to tell me that? Okay. Points per I mean, look at it this, this way. Guy? Isaiah Thomas scoring five, nine in the NBA is as crazy as a six, seven point guard, Magic Johnson entering the NBA to face like a six foot small point guard. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an abnormality. Like you're not going to see that for a long time. Yeah, but right. But what I won't stand for is when we see a guy like Isaiah Thomas score twenty nine points per game, and then yet somehow Michael Jordan in today's game would just be a ball DeRozan. I mean, where does that? Sorry, I'm not can you, re- you can, said that. Can you repeat what you were saying? Can you at least acknowledge that? If no matter what. Yeah, I, I think that people have often said, I'm not saying you said this, but, you know, some, some LeBron people have said, in today's game, MJ would just be a bald DeRozan, which is hard for me to believe I mean, I, when yeah, somebody I've like Isaiah Thomas scores 29.9 points never per game that, that, Not OG before, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I, I, I feel like that's a crazy comparison. <laughs> right, well, I, you you we, can't we compare Lamar DeRozan to Michael Jordan. That's... <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, on uh, on on no, that. No, no, I had fun. I had fun. I enjoyed add, it. I'll let you go here. I'm sorry that it went a little longer than we expected. All right, man. Well, I, right, I appreciate you, you for, for on. coming on. I hope all is well. Wow, I think I need to catch my breath after that one, but that was a lot of fun. Thank you to everyone, and be sure to go follow the Instagram at Here and There Sports Podcast on Instagram. That's here spelled H-E-A-R because, you know, like like the pun, like here and there, except here like with your ears because it's a podcast. God, I'm a genius. Anyway, um, have a good one, everyone. Enjoy quarantine for a little bit longer.